Well, yesterday's stage was another hard one. Um, yeah, it was really fast straight away and wasn't long before we were already at the bottom of the first major climb, which was about 11 kilometers. Um, not nearly as steep as the other climby day, but it was, um, yeah, solid enough. And I think there were probably only about 20 or 30 riders that got over the top in the first group. And um, yeah, we had half the team up there, which was good. Uh, uh, but yeah, not um, a super awesome day um, for the team. But it was Tiff's birthday, and um, so that was fun. We sang happy birthday to her in the morning. Um, we had some chocolate cake waiting for us after the stage. And um, we, yeah, went to the airport and got the plane over to Sardinia. Um, and on the bus transfer from the airport to the hotel, we sang happy birthday to Tiff again <laughs> with all the other teams on the bus. Um and uh yeah actually tiff shouted us as well to a little trip into town when we we're waiting for the plane we got there like four hours before um it was due to leave so we had plenty of time to um get a taxi into town and have a delicious italian authentic pizza and then yeah get back to the airport and um get on that plane it was delayed in the end though so it was a bit of a late one um we got to our hotel at around just after 11 30 um but then yeah had a good sleep in this morning uh and our staff came and picked us up around 10 a.m uh they took the ferry so that was a long trip for them they're on there for about 14 hours i think uh like all the pictures look great you know the swimming pool out on the deck they had a nice dinner but it's a long long day for them and then an early morning um came and got us and then it was an hour drive to our hotel for tonight which is really nice up in the hills and on the mountain somewhere 1000 meters of elevation um absolutely nothing out here but i'm just chilling outside with a really great view of the mountains and the sun is setting um, there's all these hammocks around and yeah just taking in the surroundings today actually did a nice ride this afternoon after lunch um just a couple hours spin the legs out and we all did some efforts um and then had a massage and dinner and yeah just getting ready for bed and then we go again tomorrow so um yeah tomorrow's stage is looking like a good one it could be good for our team it's um yeah no big long mountains so looking forward to it actually so I'll let you know how that goes. Well, that was um, a pretty tough rest day actually. So um, we uh, left the hotel this morning, like you said, pretty early. And when we arrived at the next hotel on, uh, well, and it was like a pretty, yeah, it was a pretty ride, but for the bus it was quite hard because we had to go on a climb, really small roads, and I'm always like so impressed how the bus drivers, how they do that, like in those tiny Italian villages, and then they just go with the bus everywhere. But we end up um, 
and then had to wait a little bit because uh, all the cars and the trucks and stuff they were like on two boats or something I don't not really get it but anyway the suitcases were not there yet but as soon as they uh, were there we just went for uh, a little ride and uh, on the way back we stopped at uh, a little store had a little gelato it was really nice and we sat there and it was hot today it was really hot and they also said that tomorrow and the day after are going to be pretty hot days so um, after our ride we had uh, lunch it was a good lunch and we did uh, the meeting from the um, race from yesterday because yesterday after the race there was not any time to do that so we did a meeting um, massage of course and physio and after that we went to the pool with the whole team we just jumped in the pool and cooled down had, a, had some fun it was nice too just a little bit uh, of a relaxed time and then it was already time for dinner and then the rest day is done those days you know so many things are happening so on a rest day you're actually always like doing something and yeah actually <laughs> the time in the pool was the most relaxing part of the day and uh, it was fun but it was it was good to yeah have a more calm day but everybody's pretty tired but it's also nice to hear um, to ride here on the island and it's uh, really pretty and we're definitely looking forward to the last two stages i think it really fits our team but um, also normally we stay at the dinner table long and we keep chatting about like a lot but tonight everybody was like ah oh, I want to go to bed. I'm so tired. Everybody was so tired, obviously, because we arrived so late yesterday. And then today is actually quite busy. And um, everybody was uh, is tired, but only two more days to go. And another good thing, we could finally see a stage of the Tour de France, but because we missed it every day. Well, that was the rest day. Now, um, getting ready for the last two stages it's gonna be uh, it's going to be hot stages but we're definitely looking forward and uh, gonna make some fun there well good night we are back today to talk about the giro don i'm just gonna say it differently every time we started out this podcast today with some audio diaries from sarah roy from stage seven before the rest day and from Nina Kessler of Jayco Lula on the rest day. So going back in time for a second, but they sent them late. I will still include them in this episode. It's not their fault. Racing is really hard. Hannah, you've done audio diaries for me. Isn't it not fun? I just, yeah, I'm just a bit too awkward to do them. I loved your audio diaries. I don't like an audience. So if you've got a four hour transfer, I, yeah. That's what Sarah Roy says the same thing. And then she just forgets. I liked your audio diaries one year. You just talked about the hotels. You would just describe your hotel room. Yeah, I'm pretty bad. I just do a race and I just forget about racing. <laughs> I'm pretty good. I'm actually, it's probably a talent for me just to be able to switch off completely. 
Um, but yeah, people like to know what the hotels were in. They totally, they loved it. I mean, people like, people like to hear a little bit of behind the scenes. Before we dive into today's stage, we have an audio diary from Loretta Hansen of the Lidl Trek team before the start of the stage. Hi everyone, Loretta Hansen here, back again after a really lovely rest day in Sardinia. Um, one of the things with Giro is you never know what hotels you're going to get. It's, it's a bit of a lottery and um, yesterday I think we won big. We had a really nice, uh, really nice place in the mountains uh, in Sardinia with um, you know, nice apartments, really good food, a pool. Uh, it was just a really good place to relax. Um, you know, we've had some interesting ones from some, yeah, really small, sparse kind of, you know, basic Italian hotels in the early in the in the Giro to some really modern ones, and now a really, a really nice, cute, cozy one on Sardinia, which was perfect for what we wanted for a rest day. So. Um, yeah, we, we had a pretty easy day. We went for a swim in the morning and then a ride in the afternoon. And then you kind of switch back into gear again and, you know, you do massage, osteo, have fill up again, get ready for for the last two days of Giro. So, um, yeah, here we are back on the bus uh, on our way to stage eight. We have 125 Ks today. Um, with it's sort of no real big climbs but again rolly sort of undulating and like sardinia is very sort of twisty roads not very flat um quite windy today as well so there's potential for crosswinds um which will be interesting like we have gaia in in third at the moment on gc she's 30 seconds off second four and a half minutes off anamique but then also you know not so far behind um i think about a minute further back it's fourth so you know we're we're all in for helping maintain that gc so um yeah it'll be all about keeping her safe in those crosswinds and making sure we don't lose any time today and potentially even move up so we'll we'll see how the day goes um yeah, we're we're looking forward to it. I think everyone's got everyone's a bit tired, but so is the entire peloton. Um, at this point, it's kind of what you've got left. Like I was saying earlier in my audio diaries, you know how you look took care of yourself in those early days will will help you tenfold in these last couple of stages. So we'll kind of see see who's there and who's not, and um, yeah, take it as it comes. But I did have a couple of people ask me some questions on Instagram, so I wanted to take a minute and, and answer those. Um, one of them was, how many times do I have to cover a break or an attack uh, during the race? And that really depends on the race. Like, uh, I think it was stage six. It was pretty aggressive at the start. They wanted to try and get a break going. and. Unfortunately, it didn't actually go, but I was covering a lot of moves. Like normally you'll have one or two teammates or, you know, at least a couple of teammates trying to cover those cover those early breaks so you can play off each other. Like one will go on one attack while the other gets ready for the counter. Um, and, you know, sometimes you hope the break goes within, you know, 10, 20 minutes, whereas it felt like the first two hours of that race were just constantly going. So uh, it takes a lot of energy out of you. And then just those little accelerations, like, they they do really they really start to wear on you and by the end of that stage i was pretty cooked <laughs> um but yeah this this tour i've done a lot of leading into the mountains and making sure that uh guy is in good position so it's been less sharp accelerations and more just slow steady grinding away just to keep her near the front and in good position um and then someone else also asked me how how we feel about the cameras and um yeah all the media around us especially at the end of the race uh 
and I guess like that comes down to just respect. Like we're all on this tour together. Uh, from the me- media, they all they all understand um, kind of how we're feeling. Like, yeah, it it can seem a bit intrusive at times, but it's also part of our job. Like, um, people want to see the real emotion and the real story of cycling, and it's in those moments that that's captured. I feel uh, so. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it can be a bit much if you're really emotional, but it's it's kind of part of it. Like you have to you have to get on with it, I guess. And most people are respect respectful. Like no no photographer is really going to flick you and really get in your face. So most of the time, everyone's respectful of each other and give each other space when it's needed. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's in it's it's all part of it. Yeah, you, it's part of being a professional cyclist. We we want more coverage um and yeah that's part of how we tell our story so yeah um we're we're looking forward to today and uh hopefully giving people lots to talk about and more stories to come so thanks bye so stage eight we're back to racing we've got just one more stage to go now only sunday and today was not a breakaway day unfortunately Maybe tomorrow there's one more chance, but it was a reduced bunch sprint won by Blanca Voss. Chloe Dygart came in second and Liana Lippert was third for Movistar. An awesome sprint for Liana, although I think like she's got that kick on her. So unsurprised to see her up there. And I don't know if Anamik listens to our podcast. I would hope not because I've in the past been critical of her. Flirty Mackay was all over the race today, off the front. Attacking left, right, and center. She was given freedom, I reckon, today. And she took it. Yeah, she's always been a really attacking rider. Like, just racing her, she just always wanted to be up the road. And she doesn't like an easy race. So, yeah, it was good to see. I think they didn't give her much space today. There was a couple teams that were keen for a sprint. Um, really great ride by Blanca Voss, who had no teammates. Really, I mean... She has teammates and they were up there doing work for her, of course, but she has a reduced team with Elena Cicchini and Lorena Wiebes out. And those two would have been the ones up in the sprint had, had they been at the race. But Blanca Voss, what a talent. I mean, she won her first world tour stage, her first world tour race at Tour de Suisse on the first stage. And within a month has taken her second world tour win. She's always been like a, a talent. And I think she's just spent like the last year, year and a half, just learning the ropes of being in the peloton. And I mean, she's learning from the best in the business, having Anna van der Breggen in the car behind you. And Chantel also, even though she hasn't been racing, she's she would have been vital coming to those races and giving some advice. And yeah, there's a lot of riders in that team with a lot of experience. So she's been learning from the best and getting, yeah, just going on training camps. If you're riding at altitude with Demi following, then you're going to be going pretty well after that. So, yeah, it's really good to see. Chantel back on her bike today after having a baby. Yeah. Cool. Amazing. Yeah. Um, and also a pretty impressive ride by Chloe Dygaard, who continues to kind of get up there in the sprints. It was an awesome lead out from Canyon Sram. Soraya Paladin just is doing an amazing job at kind of making sure the pace is really high in the final kilometers. She was amazing at Ride London and just kind of picked up where she left off here. And also Sarah Roy did a really good job. Chloe in second, I think she's just such a fascinating rider. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, Soraya, she's she's a really a good bike rider and that she Chloe would have said she wanted it fast. It's a it was a hard sprint. Um 
it's just a shame that Bank of Lost was just so much better. But yeah, it looked like it was a good finish. I didn't actually get to see it, but I saw it on Twitter and it just said that Soroya was just on the front for ages, um, just doing a great lead out. And then like seeing the, the footage from the finish line, it was just strung out. So yeah, she must have done a really good one. But I have to say a shout out to fifth place, Ali Wollaston, who was my rider to watch. Yep. So it's cool to see her get up there in one of those finishes. It's She's like a really good, just a strong rider that it's good when it's just like a little bit uphill. So definitely one to watch in the future. Yeah. And AG and Sharon Sudal Quickstep did a really good job of positioning her into that sprint. So I think, yeah, I'm excited to see kind of what she does in the future. She's definitely a, a cool rider to watch. She's mm-hmm. Sylvia Persico again up there as well. And an interesting situation with Mariana Voss because she finished 10th, but she pretty much started the sprint. And at first I was like, I think she started early because she just kind of couldn't hold it to the line and got passed by nine people before the finish. Mm -hmm. But then there was some chatter on Twitter that she may have had a mechanical. There was a moment where she was mid sprint and then sat down and then started sprinting again. And then she banged her bars really hard, which we don't honestly see that kind of disappointment from Voss very often. So it was a little bit surprising. Yeah, because she would have pinned this finish as one that was that would suited her really well. Um, so and I saw she came tenth. So I was like, oh, is she just not going well, not feeling well, or is there was there something else? So yeah, it's unlike her to be there, be confident, open it up, and then not be able to finish it off. So her quote after the race was that it was really tough. It was a really tough day, and that was the most she could do. The heat possibly may have gotten to her. I mean, it was like 97, 36 Celsius today. It was brutally hot. Yeah. So I don't know. It's, yeah. I mean, it's hot everywhere now. Just taking a big hit everywhere. But yeah, that wouldn't have been good. I bet there's a lot of Swanyas and directors that have given away a lot of bottles today. So, And it wasn't a normal sprint. It was like, it was a little bit of an uphill sprint and there was a corner right before the line. So it was... It wasn't just like a straight up sprint. Although tomorrow stage nine will be a little bit more straightforward as far as the finish. It's um, there's like a seven point seven kilometer long climb halfway through the day, and another cat three like really early in the day, like six kilometers into the stage or something. So yeah. super fun um, to finish to start off the last day like that, and then it's basically descending to descending and then a little bit of flat all the way to the line it's about 30k of descent slash flat so it's going to be i mean if it's not a breakaway day then it will definitely be another day that Voss could try to go for it if she's feeling a little bit better do you know who i reckon is gonna want it to be a sprint tomorrow might have a little go is bastianelli her last ever race so i wouldn't be surprised if she because the climb it doesn't look like a really really hard day no, both of the climbs, the highest percent they get to is is 5.9, but it's mostly like 5%, 4%. Yeah. Really, they're really gradual, kind of not even slogs because they're not that long. It's going to be an emotional day for her. I mean, she's been in the peloton a really, really long time, finishing in Italy as well. So I wouldn't be surprised if UAE want to do something special and do a lead out or something for her and just see, be called to finish your last race with your arms in the air. Yeah, 18 years she's been racing. Wow. With a year off um, yeah. in 2009 for a doping suspension. But yeah, former world champion. She won the world championship road race in 2007, 
came back to the Peloton after her suspension in 2010 and has kind of been a staple in the Peloton ever since then. A mom. Yeah. As well. She's probably one of the first moms in the Peloton. Yeah. Yeah. And she's won just like so many huge races. Flanders, Gent Wevelgem, she's won uh, Amloop at Hageland twice. Yeah. She's also quite a nice rider to, to race with as well. Like she's always saying please and thank you and sorry. <laughs> she's quite polite. She's just respectful. Um, which is nice, you know, like if you give respect and then you get it back, it's it's nice. You never, I've never like had to elbow her or anything or fight. So yeah, she'd be best, I'm sure. As far as the GC, I, barring any insanity, it looks like it's pretty much set for the rest of the race. Although there's a couple of spots that are just seconds apart. Today, there were two shifts in the general classification. Erica Mignaldi swapped places with Veronica Ewers. They're still one second apart at 534 and 535. So if there's a little bit of scuffle for bonus seconds that's why and then sylvia persico and neve fisher black also swapped places but they're 27 seconds apart that was yeah just neve losing a little bit of time out there because she did get five bonus seconds on the stage so she's definitely in the hunt for jumping in the gc let's hear from her really quick hey it's neve after stage eight the penultimate day of girodon I think we were riding through a sauna today, actually. I'm not sure if I just finished a race or, yeah, I don't know. But uh, my body feels <laughs> that uh, drained of all fluid. Um, it was so hot. And, yeah, it was just kind of one of those days of all-consuming heat that you just have to tell yourself the whole day, like, everyone is feeling this. Like, everything burns, your feet burn, like, the road... You just feel the heat coming from the road, even. Yeah, so just a day all about sort of trying to get through it, like just push on the pedals best you can and keep fueled and keep the hydration there. Um, a little bit annoyingly, I'm in the green jersey, which makes sometimes life a little bit more difficult because Swannies don't recognise you and... Yeah, I missed several feeds today, which is not ideal, but yeah, you just kind of have to do the best with what you can. I got some warm bottles of plastic bottles of water from the neutral surface car a couple of times because, yeah, it was also a little bit hectic with a lot of riders dropping and coming back and things like that with the climbs and obviously the adverse circumstances of the heat. I mean, as I said, everyone's suffering. Um... But yeah, anyway, to the point, we had a very nice day as a team. My roomie, Blanca Vass, uh, sprinted to the win, which I'm super proud of her. I mean, yeah, I think she's had a few tough days this year, and she's also really helpful in, <laughs> in helping me and stuff when it comes to the climbs and things like that. So it was really nice to see her get out for it today and this... Yeah, I've seen her head down a few times, but this morning I saw something in her eyes, you know? And I, yeah, she had it today. And I could also see it in the race, like the way she was just pushing on the pedals when I was dying pretty much. I was like, yeah, Blanca's got it. Um, but yeah, so it's super cool to see that. And we can pop some more champagne tonight, <laughs> which is also nice. And... 
yeah, tomorrow is the last day, which is um, feels a bit strange. This year actually feels like it's gone really fast. Um, it's been a little bit of a funny one, bit of a roller coaster, <laughs> I have to say. But yeah, another chance tomorrow. Be prepared, going to prepare for another very hot day like today, um, which is concerning. <laughs> and yeah, a few more climbs tomorrow, which is, yeah, gonna be hard um not not an easy roll into the finish of the Giro but yeah I'll speak to you after then hopefully I'll have pizza in hand and yeah uh, it'll be another good day <laughs> but um yeah see you then so yeah the the top three of the general classification with Annemiek Van Vluten three minutes and 56 sec 56 seconds ahead of Juliette Lebu looks pretty pretty set Mm. to take her fourth Giro victory. The same amount as Anna Vanderbregen and yeah, second grand tour in quotes stage race yeah. victory of the year. Wow. So she could do the treble. Again. Yeah, we'll see. Sure, yeah, she'll be going for that. Yeah. Well, Hannah, we'll be back tomorrow to talk about the final stage. Thanks so much. Let's close out the episode with an audio diary from Veronica Ewers. Penultimate stage of the Giro down uh, was a hot one. Um, definitely a lot harder than was, I think, anticipated. Um, pretty bummed to lose a second um, and drop in the GC. Um, but tomorrow's the last day, so gonna fight for that position back um but ultimately yeah it's been a hot and um emotional giro um both Letizia and Lizzie on my team went down today unfortunately but they are okay um just uh, beat up a bit um but yep last day tomorrow <laughs>